Well, I think it's cliche and people say, well, you got to put your uh, oxygen mask on before you help anyone else out. But I'm I'm completely all for that. I think we do have to be selfish. I think we do have to take care of ourselves first. Now, if we take care of ourselves and that's all about purpose, we take care of ourselves exclusively and not think about anyone else. We're going to have a really miserable life. We're not going to sure, we're not going to know why we do. So if we instead focus on ourselves first with the intention that this is going to help other people out. Hello, everyone. On today's episode of Days with Dom, I welcome on one of my biggest mentors, Steve Riccio. He's a professor, coach, consultant, and author. We talk about the importance of finding purpose in your life and living with a feeling of true happiness. We also discuss how to create balance in your life so that you don't overwork yourself. He recently published an ebook, Taking Aim, which is a focused approach to achieving a meaningful career. Thanks for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy. Good afternoon, Professor. Good to have you on today. Thanks so much, Don. I appreciate you having me. It's been a while since I talked to you last. I know, I know. And a lot has happened since we last saw one another. Yeah, I mean, we were we weren't able to we were barely able to go to the grocery stores the last time we talked virtually, let alone last time we talked in person. Yeah. But hopefully we get back to campus and we get to to see one another, even if it's at a distance. And uh no, it's uh I know we've gone through a lot. You have personally, and I just want to say thank you for this podcast. I've uh listen for the first few episodes and I think what you're bringing is a gift and uh, it's fantastic. You know, keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah. You were actually one of the first guests that I thought of when uh, I started this podcast. You know, I had you as a freshman professor and a lot of what you've done and a lot of what you taught me about finding your purpose in life, finding meaningful work and working towards a fulfilling life. Uh, I've taken that with me since my freshman year and one of the, that's one of the reasons why I decided to start this podcast. So yeah, I'm just, I'm really happy that we're able to do this. Uh, finally get to get our schedules lined up. Right. Uh, yeah. You've been up, you've been up to some, some crazy stuff lately. I was, you know, I had no idea about your ebook that was coming out. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, if you don't, you know, stay busy, uh, who knows what can happen. I just, I've been trying to, you know, it's, it's a whole Stephen Covey you focus on things you can control versus the things you can't. So my circle of influence was, you know, writing the book. Uh, circle of influence was in teaching a summer class, doing a, a, a lot of consulting work as well, which is really meaningful to me. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I know a lot of us are, are struggling in a number of different ways with what's been happening. And I just try to coach the people that I work with and just say, you know, what, what can you do? What, what's, what can you do right now to make your situation better, to make the people around you, your, their situation better as well? Not to say that, you know, every day is going to be hundred percent. Every day is perfect. I, I have some down days. And as, as we talked about before this, I recently went through um, a pretty major shoulder injury and uh, shoulder surgery. Uh, so having one arm and a, and a person who likes to exercise and work out a lot, uh, that that's uh, mentally can be really challenging. So I said to myself, um, okay, let's, what can we do? So I've been focusing a lot on the, on the work and, um, reading and everything else. So, uh, all is good. Yeah. I, you know, it, it may sound kind of selfish to some people listening, but I've actually found, I, f- I feel like I've kind of rediscovered myself during this quarantine time. I felt when I was at Dickinson in spring for the first part of the semester, you know, I was finding myself very busy, like what you talk about in your book, Take Aim. Mm-hmm. I was very busy, but and I had this massive to-do list, but, you know, I still felt like I wasn't getting as much done. So, sure. you know, when I read about that in your book, uh, it really spoke to me just because like I've had so much more time to kind of think, reflect, write, consume content, and, you know, kind of take action 
take like take aim and take action like you say and yeah i i feel i feel kind of selfish about that but i think you know a lot of good can come out of this uh this quarantine and this coronavirus situation and yeah i don't know i just want to get your take on that like like what do you what do you think about that well i think it's cliche and people say well you got to put your uh, oxygen mask on before you help anyone else out but i i'm i'm completely all for that i think we do have to be selfish i think we do have to take care of ourselves first. Now, if we take care of ourselves, and that's all about purpose, we take care of our, ourselves exclusively and not think about anyone else, we're going to have a really miserable life. We're not going to sure, we're not going to know why we do. So if we instead focus on ourselves first, with the intention that this is going to help other people out is, is just amazing. And I, and I listen, think about Patrick Lencioni. He's written a book like The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And he has a great podcast called At the Table. And his, his podcast earlier in the summer that I listened to talked about, we're either going to come out of this pandemic better or worse. There's no, okay, well, we're just going to stay the same. We're going to just be mediocre and, and, and kind of, we're either going to be better or we're going to work, be worse. And it's, it's up to us, right? I mean, there's a lot that can happen, right? You may get laid off. And I know people who are listening to this and they're, they're having uh, troubles with maybe their, their family members are, are being laid off, but it is all about what we have control over and it's it's quite frankly it's again it's up to us yeah and everybody kind of wants and they just want that quick fix they want that quick thing and they 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 want something and they want it now um everybody wants to find their purpose and find something immediately and you know what do you say to those people that think that they that it just happens overnight well, yeah, I mean, there is no quick fix, especially when it comes to purpose. And, and that is, we are in that microwave society. It's 30 seconds. And if it's more than 30 seconds, then I, I don't want to deal with it. That, that's not, it's a waste of my time. Um, no, it's, it, this is going to take hard work. Finding your purpose, as I say to my clients, my students, finding your purpose is the best thing you can do for yourself and for society. Bottom line, there is nothing else. Nothing else. I mean, I... I I'll do respect to the people that volunteer and the great work that they do. If you don't first find your purpose, um, there's, you know, you're, you're not uh, benefiting society as a whole. So finding your purpose is going to take time. I write in the book, and I think you know that from some of the stories that we've shared, it, it took me 40 miles to find my purpose. I, I was actually hiking around a lake, a four-mile uh, path, 10 times till I finally set in on, on what my purpose is. Uh, and it was a struggle. And before that, to think about how life was prior to that and how life was after, it's night and day. Now, was I productive in, uh, prior, prior to finding my purpose? Absolutely. I was busier than ever. Uh, I remember the time when I was, uh, uh, I recently got married and then uh, shortly after that had, had a child. I was in a doctorate program. I was the, the tennis coach at, at Dickinson. And oh, well, by the way, I had a full-time job. Uh, but I was still was like, what, I, what's, what's life all about? I had no idea. And then, you know, I, I eventually moved up in, in, in human resources. I oversaw human resources for a couple of years. And it was that moment where, you know, you, you, it's like rinse and repeat. You're, you're checking emails all the day. You're just waiting for the next crisis. You're waiting for the next email to come across from the president or somebody high up in the organization. And you're just in this state of stress the entire time. And I remember the one time driving home to uh, just one day and it's like you know what this, there's got to be more there has to be more than this i don't know what it is but i cannot continue to keep living like this i've got to find a path and shortly before that things just lined up my 
passion has always been to be a full-time professor, uh, but I wanted to get back into consulting as well. And I just had that vision and I started writing down uh, uh, you know, my purpose and uh, doing the, the work of, of uh, individuals like Richard Leader uh, on his power of purpose. And he has a phenomenal TED talk uh, about this particular topic as well. And just really deeply researching this. And it was your first year seminar and the, and the previous year's first year seminar that was on this topic. And I said, you know, this is a gift that I can't just keep to myself. I've got to give it to others. And uh, it really started with, with your, your uh, two classes. And um, I've been you know, working with a lot of clients and even and current students now on just helping them find purpose. Yeah, it's funny because I, you know, your, uh, of all the classes I've taken at Dickinson so far, yours is always the one that comes up and it's always the one that I've taken the most from. I still have my notebook from, from freshman year. I still have all the presentations that I did. You know, I might've deleted some other ones, but you know, I can always go back and look at those and days when I struggle to find my purpose, when I feel like I'm looking and a lot of other people feel this too, like you're searching for success and you want to be successful rather than purposeful. But I think a lot of, I think there's a very common misconception on what success really is. Oh, sure. Yeah, it, it is. It's it, what is success and, and everybody can determine what success is. And I, I, when I say to students, it's whatever your ideal, I can't tell you what success is. That, that is, that's what um, you have to figure out. But I guarantee that success long-term doesn't just include yourself. It has to include some, something else. Like what you are doing is making a meaningful impact to this world to some degree. And um, you know, that's, that's success. If you want to define success as money, that's fine. That's okay. But that's, as you know, you know very um, an extrinsic motivator that's uh, not going to serve you for a long period of time. You're going to have burnout. You're going to wish you want, had more. You're never going to have enough. And, you know, at some point, it, usually people, that's why they call it in life crisis as 40 to 45 years old. But I'm, I'm noticing the 20 year olds. I'm noticing students that are contacting me five, six, seven years after e just emailing me and saying, can we talk? I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling. Like the, the career path that I'm going down, and it's not even five to seven years, it's, it's one year after. And they just say, I need a reset. And, and, and good for them for, for wanting to have those conversations. So I remember when I was your age, sounding like a, a, a really old person here, but I remember when I was your age, I, I didn't reach out to anyone. Mentoring, coaching, what was that? You know, you just, you just kind of sucked it up and you uh, did things the best you could and uh, you, just, you just, you know, you had to earn your living, quote unquote. Um, now I think students are, and, and younger people are now identifying their purpose earlier and realizing, you know what, I, I really don't need that. Um, I, not to, to you know, keep going on this, but I had a coaching client uh, conversation yesterday and the person's in his late 20s and he just knew specifically he didn't, he was, he was in, in the real estate business. He does not want to be, you know, getting phone calls and, and everything else at eight o'clock at night and then having to work weekends. And he put, he did that for the last couple of years. He goes, now he's, now he's engaged and he says, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to go. I want to create my purpose. And um, having that intentionality was just uh, fantastic fantastic to see I think so yeah I think so many people are you know and this is what I get scared of is I don't want to I don't want to just blink and lose 20 years of my life and work and you know I can make all the money in the world but you know what is you know what is that doing for you why do you want to make that money do you want to make that money just to have it like there's so many like I think people are just afraid of failure and that was a big problem for me uh growing up too like I didn't want to 
I, I was reluctant to start playing an instrument. I was reluctant to start mm-hmm. playing a different sport other than like, you know, baseball, football, and basketball that I had grown up um, competing in. I was afraid to take that class in high school that, you know, might've ended up benefiting me. I wanted to take the classes with my friends and our human nature is to just like stick with what's comfortable for us and to stick with what we know. And people are, including my, and you know, I'm my, I'm the same way. Sometimes we're afraid to, you know, try something new, especially when we're young. And that's what I've loved about my experience at Dickinson so far is I've had mentors like you that have pushed me to step out of my comfort zone, step out of that box, do something different. Like, yeah, I never thought I would have had a podcast and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this just, you know, just to do it. And I'm not doing it because like, oh, you know, I want to make money off of it someday. Like, this is just something that I enjoy doing. And I think that just even having that little hobby, no matter how old you are, is such a breath of fresh air and can kind of help you reevaluate yourself and the path that you want to go on. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, it, it could, I can tell this, this podcast is a, is a pleasure for you. Uh, you. You really enjoy it. You, the excitement is there. Um, and, and I just, just noticed that right away. It is, uh, it's something that I, I, I think that we just have to take a look at regularly. And, and many times when people don't have a purpose or they just continue to do the same thing, you're absolutely right. It's, it's not just that they're afraid of, of uh, failure, but they can also be afraid of success. Um, maybe this, these are patterns that they learned in their childhood or somehow they caught, they say, you know what, just, just work that nine to five and, and do what you want. You know, just have a secure, don't, don't rock the boat and all these things that we're taught as, as, at a very young age. Um, I, I do a lot of work on, on personalities and, and, and kind of the situational factors behind, you know, what drives us to be who we are. And that's, that's what I, I see and, and try to find those patterns in which we can break that. So, uh, you know, my father was, was very hardworking and he worked nonstop and, and I've kind of adopted that, but I've got to realize too, I have this workaholic mentality. I love the work that I do, but I also know that it'll come at a cost. There's times where if I'm doing this six, seven days in a row, at some point I'm going to burn out no matter how much I, 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 I love the work. So we've got to find that balance. And, and once again, it always goes back to, um, you, know, you and I have had conversations about our faith in the past and uh, you know, we're, we're all here for a purpose uh, where we're here, who we are, you know, our flaws are, are, are everything that we bring to the table is who we are, but there's a purpose for each and every one of us. And again, it is our responsibility uh, to society to find out what that is. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in no matter what, what religion you practice, if you practice a religion, if you're spiritual, n- no matter, no matter what you think, we're all on this earth for a reason. And we all have something that we can give and we all have something we can always bring value to others. And that, you know, that's what I've also enjoyed about this podcast is I'm able to bring value to others. And if I'm able to help just one person, if one person takes one thing away from what I say, I feel like that, you know, I was helping serve my purpose and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a trickle down effect. I help somebody, they help somebody, you know, all of a sudden like the world's started to become a better place. So I think if just like, if more people, just you know focus on like human interaction and you know you can learn so much from other people and everybody just wants to talk and they want to be heard but sometimes you have to take that step back and just listen and that's what i've really benefited from in like recently is just learning just learning how to listen learning how to be a good listener and you know you learn you listen you listen you listen and then okay you can make that next step Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah listening is is one of the, the the best ways as you know to build trust within a relationship 
it's not all the wisdom that you have and oh great that's good thank you so much and now i'm going to be a better person for it but some people just need others to just listen to them you know the, the whole idea of active listening or empathic listening I, I was talking to a client today and, and she says i i'm not sure if i should i was i was asked to uh serve as a um, facilitator for a, ch a church youth group and she goes i don't know if i'm the right person for it right you know we kind of got into why do you think you're not well i don't have the wisdom i why they, you know i i I don't know much about, about the, I don't read the Bible as much as other people are. And I said, well, do you, what, why do you think you were asked? And she goes, I don't know, maybe I'm a good listener. I said, well, there you go, right? That's sometimes, you know, the, the age group that, that we're talking about in this instance is like seventh and eighth grade uh, young women. My goodness. Uh, I have, a, I have a, a, a daughter who's going into seventh grade now. Yeah, what she needs most in life right now is someone who's just going to listen to her uh, because she's dealing with a lot. Um, because it's just, just it's that age. So yeah, I think we, we underestimate ourselves the, the benefit that we can provide. And we think that, well, gosh, we have to have solutions. We've got to be the, that sage that's going to give this expert advice to end. But no, we just, we just got to be present and just genuinely care about the other person. A lot of that is through listening. I heard a quote recently and it was like, it was, you know, be where your feet are. While mm -hmm. I, while I, I, I do agree with that, be where your feet are, and kind of be aware of your surrounding and what's going on. I mean, you got you got to look into the future. You have to see what you want and where you want to go. Because if you're always stand, if you're always where your feet are, you're never going to take that next step. And no. you know, it's it's a difficult thing for me to kind of comprehend, just because you know some people are happy where they're at and they don't want to take that next step. But it's and that's fine. And if they're happy and they find their purpose there, that's great. But there's too many people that stand there where their feet are and they don't know how to take that next step. And, you know, I think it, what you do with coaching and consulting and mentoring, you know, you do, you know, you kind of do it all. I think that you've helped a lot of people and will continue to help a lot of people through that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think, you know, you, you can do both like for now in this, in this call, I, I'm I'm completely present. This this is this excites me that to reconnect with you, Dom, is, is is great. You know, for me to be half listening to what you have to say. Meanwhile, I'm thinking about the the 30 things that I have to do on my to-do list. I mean, that's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit your listeners. Certainly not going to benefit me. So you know, it's got to be completely present. You're you're right. You know, keep those those feet where they are. But when this call is over, you know, also need to think about okay, what's the next step and continue to think about how is this going to relate to my purpose and what, you know, all this other, so, so you're right. You know, stay in the present while also keeping an eye on the future. You yeah. can do both. Yeah. So I, I really want to talk about your new ebook that came out. It's called take aim. And you know, that kind of, that kind of took me by surprise, but also, you know, I haven't, I haven't talked to you in like, you know, a month and a half and ever since school ended, um, you know, what, what inspired you to start this book and, mm -hmm. you know, amidst, helping out all your mentors and your consulting and you're a dad and you're involved in church and, you know, you're doing all these different things. How are you mm -hmm. able to balance that and, you know, just can continue to move forward? Sure. Well, again, the, like your podcast, this book was a labor of love and it's been about two years in the making and uh, it was a number of uh, different shapes and sizes and uh, stops and starts as well. But I realized that, you know, there's a, a lot of exercises, and this is this ebook is is really a workbook. So when I 
I provide this, and this is something that is is available to anyone, um, and you know, we'll provide contact information which you can um, just shoot me an email and I can give it to you. It's also uh, on LinkedIn, but um, you know, it, it's it's a workbook that you can do, and it's for individuals, particularly for individuals, but really for anyone. Uh, it's for those who just don't know where to start. Maybe they're maybe they are like you. They're they're uh, rising senior or just graduated or they're a couple years after graduation or maybe they're in their mid midlife um, years and they want a, a career restart um, this is a book that is going to help people from finding out what their purpose is to their values to their goals and and really keeping getting a focus and just the, the, the whole idea of take aim is just to stay focused keep that laser focus because there's so many things that, that are distracting us uh, now more than ever and it's it's just a, a blueprint, if you will, uh, to give you this, the skills and the tools. By at the end of that book, you're going to say, you know what, I, I feel a lot better. I feel more, more confident than ever. Uh, this is where I want to take uh, my life. And, and this is how my life is going to add meaning to not only myself, but to others as well. But the book and the origins of the book, it's just, you know, using the exercises that I've used in your class, in my, my uh, workshops uh, and, and my conferences and, and coaching conversations as well. Wrapped around there is a bunch of my personal stories. I'm very vulnerable about my, uh, my childhood. I'm very uh, vulnerable about when my, my father passed away, even when my mother passed away. I was, um, you know, I was a marathon runner. And, uh, you know, I thought after I'd run a marathon, then, then you know, check the box. I'm going to be happy, successful. I made it. You know, I'm in, my life's going to have meaning. And it, it didn't at all. You know, it was just all of these internal, very, very selfish goals. And um, I finally realized, you know what, no, this is this when I, if I'm going to do run a marathon, but I'm going to do it for the interest of other people or benefit, um, uh, you know, a, a nonprofit, maybe that's one thing, but everything was just very center focused and, uh, and kind of thinking back on it, even just explaining it to you, it's, it's, it's somewhat uh, embarrassing to be thinking about that, but um, you know, it, it's good. Many people in life, they go through life not having happiness. And it's, uh, I, I kind of caught it late in life, uh, if you will. And, um, but yeah, I'm glad that I did. So I, I hope people find uh, value in this book and uh, hope they find it interesting, a, a good read, but also more importantly, that it's a, a, a real, um, you know, spend some time on it. Take it a chapter at a time. Don't just go right through it and do all the exercises at once. As we said earlier in the podcast, you have to, um, this is going to take some time. So it's, I think there's eight chapters in there. Take one chapter a day. You know, maybe take a total of two weeks to do this. Uh, I think you're going to uh, come out uh, better than when you first started. Yeah, the one thing I loved about it that I didn't actually expect was the open-ended stuff at the end, at the end of the at the end of each chapter. And it's mm -hmm. not like it's not like a textbook or whatever where there's you know just like a ton of random questions. It's all focused on you. You know, like it's like based on what you read, based on and based on what you thought, like you know, are you surprised at what you read? Like, how do you feel about yourself? Uh, that was really interesting to me. And, mm -hmm. you, know, I, I, you know, I just found it so interesting. And I mean, it inspires me. And, you know, there, I can't say enough good things about it. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask you also was about, you know, when I used to come into your office, uh, when I was a freshman, and I still mm -hmm. see it every time I come to your office. It's a little box on your desk that says work. Mm -hmm. and you know I've I'm still I was like oh yeah like that's that's great that's super that's super powerful and super meaningful and you know now I kind of think about it and it's like work 
but work towards the right thing. Make sure you're working towards the direction you want to go. Don't work just to work. We spend most of our lives working. And for me personally, like I love having these conversations just because sometimes I get scared about what, like about life passing me by. And, but like, I know I'm going to make mistakes and I know I'm going to fail. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fail. We're all going to have to take these steps back, but that's how we come forward. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we realize that we're working if we're working towards the right thing or not? Sure. Well, it, it, the, the box in the, in the, when you, before you open it up, so it's just it, imagine two pieces of wood and with, with a hinge on it and you just kind of open it up in the, in the top of the box, before you open it up, it says the secret of success. And then you open it up and then it says work. So I use that in your class. I use that a lot of times in some of my business classes to students to say, is this true? And the, the, the story behind that was the person who gave it to me received it from someone else in 1953. Okay. So almost 40 years later, he gave it to me on the day that I graduated from, from college, my undergrad, May 16th, 1992. And he was a hard worker, wrestling coach, you know, family friend. And when he gave it to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And I kept on looking at that. And at first I said, well, wow, what does he think that I'm lazy? What's this all to me? You know, what was he trying to get at? And I just kept with me. And when I first started to give this to everyone, I said, I said you know, hey, it's work, it's work. You, you know, you, hard work, that means everything. And as time goes on, I just, I start to now present it as a question. Work, is this, is this true? Is the secret to success work? Um, so yeah, I, 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 and we have a great conversation about that. Yeah, if you're, as long as you're working towards the right things, what those right things are, and you've got to determine what those right things are for, for you. Um, and I think that's, once again, goes back to being grounded in a purpose statement, being grounded in goals that are based on your purpose statement, being grounded in values that help drive your decisions, which drive your goals, which are based on your purpose statement. It's all interconnected with one another. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy having those discussions and, and having people open up that box. Yeah, and you can't look at other people and compare yourself to them and what they're doing and the state and what they're at. We all move at different speeds and you know, we, all might, we all might discover certain things at different points in time. And I think that's the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems with my generation is we see these people on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter who are you know, quote unquote overnight successes. But you know, you know, while that may be true, maybe one thing got them there you know, the truth of the matter is like, we didn't see a lot of their early content and a lot of the stuff that they were doing before that. Um, and so, you know, that, that's a problem I have with myself sometimes, you know, I might see my peers doing something uh, and, you know, I, I start to feel jealous, but you know, you got to come back, you got to come back. And like, that makes you think it's like, okay, that's what makes them happy. That's what they're doing. And they're feeling purposeful. You know, I shouldn't like say like, man, like, I wish I was doing that. Or like, I wish I had that skill. We all have that skill within us. And it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of taking action. I heard a quote by Mark Cuban that said, you can, there, the glass can be either half full or it might, or it doesn't matter if it's half full or it's half, if it's half empty. All that matters is that you're the one pouring the glass. <laughs> no one's going to, like, no one's going to, no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to, no one can have that perspective, can have your point of view. So it's all about just, you know, learning. You can learn from others, but don't judge yourself on others. 
Right. And who says that you're going to be happy if you're this uh, influencer, this overnight success? Fantastic. And, you know, you see a lot of people and even athletes and actors and others that are, they have amazing movies or they have a great season. And then you, what, what, oh, I didn't know they retired. What happened there? And then they spend the rest of their life trying to figure out what, what else to do. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, you know, as a, as a homeowner comparing your grass to somebody else's grass or, oh, their house is bigger than mine. And this is, you know, that's just, you know, as, uh, <laughs> As uh, someone wiser than me once said, those are first world problems. You know, those are things that are, uh, you know, why, why are we getting worked up about those? There's plenty of other things to be worried about. And we just have to focus on what we can do uh, to make our society better. Because it's, it's unique to all of us. And I say that to people, it's, 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 and it's in the book, it's, it's uh, really three things. It's um, what, what your passions are. You know? And just stop, pause. This is, what you have to do is give yourself the gift of time. And I say to people during this quarantine moment is just stop. Don't feel like you have to be on all the time. Stop, read, uh, just reflect on yourself. What's most important to you? What are your passions? Get a, get a, a blank notebook and spend 30 minutes to an hour. What are you passionate about? What excites you? I say, you know, look at your job description. Maybe you don't like your job, but maybe there's one or two things in your job description of your, of your essential functions that you wish you can do each and every day. Well, okay, if that excites you, then can you find a job that would, you would do that each and every day? Um, you know, after passion is, is becomes a skills and, and someone would say, well, I really don't know what I'm good at. Well, then ask people around you, ask your inner circle. Um, you probably remember this too. Another exercise we do is the board of directors. You know, who is on your board of directors? If you're in a boardroom, a, a table, and you had six to eight people around there, who would be there? Your parents, your, you know, coaches, uh, other people's mentor. Get those six to eight people and say, what am I good at? What, am, what are my skills? Write that down on the list. And then finally, what does the world need? Bottom, you know, what does the world need? You see it. Turn on the news. You can find about 16 things in the first five minutes what the world needs. And it doesn't necessarily mean the globe in the world. The world could just be your family. It could be your, your local community, your, your college, your church, anyone that, that says, you know, what, what, what can I provide that this, that, that this world needs? So if you put those three together and you really do the hard work, uh, and, and finding that out, you're gonna uh, you're gonna get that purpose. Yeah, the inner circle thing is funny, and I think about that sometimes because I'm like, you know, like I'm like, wow, like if I see somebody, I'm like, you know what, like I'm just randomly doing something. You know, I would I would love to just like have dinner with this person, or I would love to uh, have you know take a, just take a walk with that person. But then you realize, like, yeah, you might learn things from them, but it's really the people that are around you that know you the best that you're going to get the, the most genuine feedback from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the other thing I'll say, Dom is, you know, I know that a lot of your listeners are around your age, maybe, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger, but I see a lot of students say, yeah, I don't have a mentor. I, I just don't want to bother them. Trust me. People that, that are maybe have more, a little more experience than you do want to help. When someone says, you know, I just had a, a student who graduated in, in May said, Professor, I'm applying for this job. I hate to bother you, but can we talk on Zoom? My no. goodness, you know, I, I, was, I was thrilled to hear from her and I'm excited to have a conversation. We want to help. So please do not hesitate to reach out. Keep that network going. Keep on reaching out to people. Uh, now, okay, don't, don't say, hey, what can you do for me? Don't kind of position it that way. But, you know, we, we're here. We, if you have questions, um, People will want to help you. And, and of course, you're going to pay it forward. Um, you probably already can and do as well in, in your life. So it's, it's, it's super critical to reach out and uh, get that guidance from other people. 
Yeah, the, the what, can, uh, what can you do for me? That's interesting. Uh, one thing that stuck with me recently that I heard was when you reach out to someone, uh, this is by Gary Vaynerchuk, it's ask, you know, what, can I, what, can, what can I do for you? What value can I bring to you? And that's the law of reciprocity. You know, if you can bring something to others, uh, you know, it'll come full circle. But, you know, don't like, don't do it. Don't do something for that sole purpose. Like for me, like I, I enjoy bringing value through this and that's my way. If someone wants to ask me a question on something that, you know, you or one of my other guests said, like, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy to tell them. I'm happy to talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's just an interesting perspective. Uh, you know, cause it's, you we're in a society where we just constantly want, we want to be given stuff. Um, but you know, it's sometimes it's just us that we have to, you know, take a look at ourselves and then see what we can give. Right. Right. And if you approach a a conversation that way, that your motive is that you want to help others and in the process, they're going to help you that will come across, but it also comes across really clearly. If you're just, you know, kind of looking for a handout, uh, you talked about Gary Vanderchuk, which is, which is great, but I, uh, um, I also point to Keith Ferrazzi on the book, Never Eat Alone. He, he really just rips in the people that, that just, and it's not just the individuals who are just graduating college, let's say, and looking for their first job. It's people all throughout life that you can say that, you know what, they're, they have a, 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 an interest that is very selfish and that comes across and can, can really impact your um, relationship with those people. Professor, it's been incredible having you on today. I was just curious, is there any one last thing you'd like to give to the audience? You know, if you could, if you could really hit home on one thing. Gosh, one, well, you know, I think it's just, we've all been given this, this God-given ability to make a difference in the world. If we're struggling to identify what that is, uh, this should be the primary focus in life. I would say surround yourself with people who will assist you in this journey. And, and when you know why you were put on this earth, you will notice a profound change in your life for the better. One of my biggest mentors, Professor Steve Riccio, professor, coach, consultant, and now author of his new ebook, Take Aim, which you can find on LinkedIn. Where else can you find that? Uh, you can just uh, send me an email. Uh, it's at steve at stevericcio.com. I'd be happy to send you a copy of that as well. And I'll be putting it on my website uh, shortly also. I've got it too. So anybody can just reach out to me, you know, awesome. uh, connect with them on LinkedIn. Uh, Professor, it's been great having you on today. Hopefully I'll have you on sometime in the future. Um, looking forward to getting back to campus in a little less than two months and, you know, finishing out, uh, finishing out my career strong and you know, can't wait to get back and see you. All right. Same thing. Same thing here, uh, Dom. I really appreciate the time. This has been wonderful. Absolutely. Best wishes to you with your internship. You too. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.